It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are on Take the Elevator. Corey, we are quickly approaching the 300th episode. Yeah, it's lightning fast. (laughs) That was a reference to the episode before this. So (laughs) I hate when I do that. Like it's an inside thing and I do this chuckle because it's almost like, oh, you just said something in secret code. I did. You sure did. So we're going to have an easy episode, if y'all don't mind. It's the middle of the week. Um, and I know, man, September is just flying by. And we're coming quickly approaching, speaking of quickly approaching, the last three months of 2023. Yeah. And we really just want to welcome a space where we just slow it down a little bit right now. If you're on the way to work. If you're listening to us while you're working out or you're, you know, just chilling, relaxing at home, wherever you're at, like, slow this down a little bit. I am good with the slow stroll. I like that. The slow stroll. So we're going to stroll a little bit and just think, like, what this year has, has brought us already and all the events and Corey... 2023 has had a lot of really high moments. Yeah. Right. And some really low moments, a lot of surprises. And it just felt like they were back to back, especially with people in our lives, you know? And so when I think about turning 50, there's some questions that come to my mind that I hope we can take some time to think about here. Would that be okay? Absolutely. All right. So first, let me share some fun quotes about 50 that I ran into. And um, if I do mention who said it, it's because there's a person linked to this quote. If I don't give a name, it's because it's unknown. So life begins at 50. And I'm thinking it had to have been someone who just turned 50 to make them feel better about turning 50. (laughs) But I'm going to hold on to that one. Um, Or I love this one by C.S. Lewis. So he's an author of like the Narnia books and he's got other books, well-written books out there. But he says, you are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. Mm. And there's a lot of people who say that it's a human necessity to set goals and that you're missing a big part of life by not doing them and attaining them. Right. So goals. Um I love this one. This one really spoke to me. Um, 50 is the age of discovery. You discover that your youth is behind you, but a new stage of life lies ahead. Isn't that one cool? It is. I don't uh, necessarily agree with that 100%, but yeah, very cool. First 50 years are for learning and the next 50 are for living. Ah. Ah. Sounds fun. Yeah. (laughs) So just want to talk. Corey, I want to ask you some questions that maybe you can impart some wisdom to me and to people listening. Sure. Um, First one I think about is, speaking of slowing down and just reflecting, is how has your perspective on life and your priorities changed since you were in your 30s, let's say? Oh, boy. So, you know, and 
and and it's a good thing and some of it's um not so I won't say it's not good it's just a little bit more um intentional I'll say it mm. like that uh in my 30s I was very focused on re- raising kids I was very focused on making sure that everyone was safe everyone was sound um everyone was getting their high school education and preparing them for the next stages in life. I'm not a believer that everyone has to go to college. So uh, those that wanted to go and those that didn't want to go, um, I was supporting both dreams and mm-hmm. both desires, but I was doing that in the way to make sure that they had the tools and the abilities to make it to that level. Whereas in my fifties, I could care less what they're doing, <laughs> you know, just to be honest about it because they're grown. Mm-hmm. All, all the kids are grown and they're they're living their own lives outside of the house. And so I, I can't worry about um, what's going on with them when I have my own household to take take care of. Uh, I made sure that they were very prepared to live their lives. And so that would give me an opportunity to live my life being a seasoned older person with a wife who has her needs and me having my own needs. Uh, and not to mention our two fur babies, mm. Penny and Tallulah, having their needs. And so um, the, the things that I've learned is that now I'm really focused on making you happy. I'm focused on making us happy and making sure that we're tended to and that we're, our needs aren't going untended and, and left to the side. You know, that that's what's helping keep me young and me feeling young is knowing that there's something to do. There's work in the way of, and when I say work, I don't mean like, you know, a job. I mean, like, I enjoy trying to see a smile on your face and put a smile on your face. And same thing with me, you know, but that's in my 50s. There was no way I could have been focused on those things at 30. It had been like, uh, why are you trying to make you so happy right now? Like, oh, well, I don't know, because there's three other individuals that need to really be tended to right now. So, yeah. I am totally on board with that. I think same answer for me. 30s, I felt very much, um, I don't want to say in service, and I don't want to say people-pleasing either, but it just seemed that that decade of our lives was really centered around other people. Our kids, the youth group, um, our clients for the case management stuff or clients, you know, for things that we were doing then. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it is a very different time for us in our fifties. It's, it's exciting. It's a lot more focus on self love while we're still in service to other people, but there's definitely room for us. Yeah. Um, which, which I totally love. And you started to answer this question with part of your answer is, you know, how do you maintain your physical and mental well-being as you enter this new phase of life? Because our last episode, we talked about some of the challenges in turning this age. Well, I mean, planning is everything. And when I say planning, I don't I don't mean about uh, your next vacation or your next honeymoon or your next anniversary. I mean, every single day needs to be planned out and have some type of regimen or routine to just make life a little bit more easy. Of course, there's going to be curveballs and there's going to be things that come up 
that prevent you from doing some things, but that's not an everyday um, thing that's going to come about. So I just try to make sure that I plan to work out. I plan to practice uh, music and plan to social media as much as I hate social media. And when I say that, I don't hate it because um, it's social media. I, it, it, it requires a lot of attention and it requires everyday attention. If you're a business owner, which we are, or in a band, which I am. And so you can't neglect that. And when you do, you feel the pains of it. I'm feeling the pains of it now. You know, Mm -hmm. we went on um, holiday and, and I didn't touch social media. So I know I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of catching up to do, but you know, um, the, the best way to, to keep that um, pace up, plan that's that's beautiful and you can plan even way before you get older oh yeah so, but even more so now yeah because it's yeah. easy to just say you know what i'm gonna take a nap and uh whenever i wake up i wake up and then yeah oh man the whole day's gone by let me just get ready for work tomorrow no 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 you gotta plan a little bit better than that if uh-huh. you're if you're in my shoes anyway right so what's one of the main differences between turning 40 and turning 50. 40, you still think you have a little <laughs> bit of time, a little time, a little something <laughs> yeah. special in the tank. Cause you know, <laughs> you think, Oh yeah, I still got it. I, whatever it may be. You think I still got it. I'm still the man. I can still do this at 50. You say, Man, I don't know if I got anything <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and most of the time, you know, your insecurities kick in after 50, unless you're a, a genetically blessed individual where you just have, you know, muscles beyond belief. When 50 hits, you're, you're looking at everything that's starting to have that effect from gravity and you're going, whoa, what's really happening right. here? And so... um you're second guessing a lot of stuff. So it's important to be mindful that when you get to 50, don't wait to 50 to start trying to do stuff, you know, keep it up in the forties. Cause if you're the man in the forties, you want to be the man in the fifties, but it takes work to be that. Yeah. And great advice for our listeners who are younger than their forties. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if um, we still have Eden listening to this, but she's young and I know typically when people are young, they're like, ah, they're old. They don't know what they're yeah. talking about. Or ah, I've got a long time till 50. Boy, oh boy. I'll tell you what my dad used to tell me. I'd say, dad, how old are you? And he'd be like, oh, I'm this age. I'm like, man, you're old. He'd yeah. say, keep living. Yep. And I kept living. And now I'm like. And here we are. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I think that's great too, speak for wisdom and then just aging gracefully at 50, you know, what comes to mind. So I agree with you completely, Corey. If there's this urge or there's something you really want to do and you're young enough to do it, like do it. Because when you, in your 40s, for me at least, it was about making sure I was established in my career Um, I was really going back and forth with, do I go to school? What does this look like? Especially because I'm doing so many different deployment type of projects, right? With departments and business and stuff like that. And it just 
didn't make sense to do that. So I found other ways to learn and gain knowledge and get the experiences right, which has been so invaluable. And so now in your 50s, you really have to be creative about where you're at in life and what do I need to do to get to where I still want to be um, with less time. That's mm-hmm. always a thing, right? It's like you think I'm 50. Do I really have another 50? And you really reflect on what you've done with your first 50. Right. And here's the wisdom in this. What you've done in your first 50 is what you've done. Get what you need out of it and take that with you as your skill, your abilities, your talent, your gifts. And it's there. Like and, you have it. What do you do with it? Yeah. And please don't get stuck on what you didn't do. Yes. It's not going to change. It's not going to get any better. But one thing's for sure, it's not going to get any worse. That's Whatever, right. What has happened has happened. Yeah. And if you're still in that mindset of wanting to make people happy and pleasing them, here's what I say. You're not going to be able to do it. People are going to not be okay with everything that you do 100% of the time. So... Just try the thing. And can I add one more thing? Oh, wait. Yes. I do want to say this too, though, because I'm thinking about times where I was afraid to say something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what are people going to think of me at 50? Here it is. And please don't take this wrong, but here it is. I don't care what you think of me at this point. (laughs) Like I am totally comfortable in my integrity and how I live and how it shows up and who am I, who I am as a person. If there is, if you have a problem with me, I really want to say that it's not because of who I am. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just go ahead and say the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Oh, I need I to pick it. Need to I need to go. pick it back off of that because yeah. you're so right. You know, um, if we're in our fifties and we're concerned about what someone else may think of us at yeah. this point, you can you can hang it up because it's just not worth having yeah. that thought process. I wish I had learned that at a young age, like as a kid, maybe right because yeah. you're still figuring things out. There's a thing about um, respecting people who are older than you and things like that. And I'll bring it into perspective. So when you're young, uh, teenager, um, maybe even a young adult, uh, you may pick a hairstyle that's not appropriate. It may not be the best looking hairstyle. It may be a little bit far out. You know, uh, I'm looking at the younger kids today and I'm seeing how the boys are wearing their hair. And I'm like, hmm, interesting, right? Uh. And then um, at 50, either you have hair or you don't. (laughs) (laughs) And so it doesn't really matter. There's a difference in perspective. You know? (laughs) Yes. I shave my head every day and there ain't no choice in how I wear my hair. I can't grow it long on the top. And short on the bottom or long on the bottom and sh- short on top. So it is what it is. Why would I care if someone says, hey, how come you shave your head? How come you're asking? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I want to do a challenge with everyone listening. And this challenge is called the Me Fund. 
The me fund is going to be very simple. Mm, I it's like that. nothing incredible. It's nothing crazy. It's not even going to be challenging in the beginning. And this is how it goes. From the day that you hear this until the very next year, 365 days later, okay. you're going to do this one thing. You're going to put every day, every day. Okay. You're going to put $1 in the me fund. And that me fund is for you and you alone. And it's not going to take away from anything else because it's a dollar. And you just take that $1 and you put it in the me fund and you move on. Now you may say, well, I'm going to do $20 for the next 20 days. If that's how you want to do it, that's how you do it. Or I'm going to do $30 or $31 for the, that's how you want to do it. You do it. But at the end of that me fund, I want you to look back and say, this was for me and do something for yourself. Something that you would have never done if you didn't have that amount of money that you've put, put away in the me fund. Mm, I like that. You know, and I've heard a version of that too, Corey. So people want to do the dollar a day. I think that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's $365 at the end of the year. Here's another one that I've heard too. And it's, you go, you start a dollar week one, you go into the following week and it doubles. So every week it doubles what you put in the week before. So okay. let me explain this. So week one, you put in a dollar week two, then is what? $2. Right. Week three is four. Week four is eight. Week five is 16. Right. So you see how that compounds. Mm-hmm. And becomes like, wow. And this, I love this. And um, my friend Roxanne does this. She puts each week in an envelope. So she has this like file cabinet of envelopes of money mm -hmm. just piling up. And then you get to just rip it open at the end of the year after 52 weeks, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think we should do that. Yeah. Well, I know you said me fund. Here I go with the we fund. I'm going to do me fund, and it's going to be that way. The week one, the way Roxanne did it. Right. Well, I mean, the challenge is to do something for yourself. And I'm not saying it's uh, this way or that way or even the way you, you mentioned right. it. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you, as long as you're doing something for yourself and you don't have to feel the pressure of saying, man, I, I took all this money. Yeah. And I'm doing something for me and I really don't want to do that. Yeah. And it could be in form of time too, right? True. Like every day I'm going to make sure I'm an hour by myself, quiet. However I choose to spend it is how I spend it. I love that. And so it just really helps with some questions for me at 50 is like, you know, what hobbies or interests do I have that I've picked up recently that I plan to your point, Corey planning to pursue more passionately. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've learned. In, in, and I know I'm a new 50. I know. Yeah, you're a noob. Uh, <laughs> I've got but, a whole year ahead of you. <laughs> the things for me is like more passion. Uh, things for me is like waking up every day. And seriously, I've said this before, but turning 50 just adds something new. Like I'm alive right now. And what am I doing with my time? And, you know, the, the episode before this, we talked about connection. What am I doing with my time that D 
deepens and solidifies the connection that I have with my husband, with my kids, with my friends, or just a stranger on the street, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm learning something, how is this going to help me? Or here's another one. Oh, my God. I'm on, like, season six of this show. What? How is this going to help me with my time? Because you really have to think about this, Corey, speaking of planning, because this is a lot to do with goals. Like when you're talking about goal setting, it's like, how do I want to feel when this goal gets done? For me, it's at the end of this life, what are some of the questions I'm going to ask myself? Right? Like, you know, it could be, how did I show up for people? How did I inspire people? What did I do with my time that moved humanity forward? When you think on that level, and don't wait to 50 to think this way, by the way. No, please because don't. Because we've, we've, again, we've had some experiences where being alive at 50 right now is a blessing. It is. Because we, we know people who didn't make it. Yeah, and I'm going to say something that's extremely, and when I say extremely, I mean, it, it's probably one of the most unpopular thought processes out there. Mm. And so I, I mean, no offense to anyone and and. Please, if this is not you, then, you know, don't even worry about it. But this is why I purposefully stopped watching sports. I Mm. just realized how much time was being put into watching the TV screen on Sundays. And at the time I was really watching football was Monday night football. I don't know what night football comes on, on anymore. But, you know, it's literally a three hour game. And if it's a Sunday, you're watching football all day long. And I just found myself saying, man, where is my time really going? And so if you get into a couple of uh, shows that are coming on, like we were really into survivor. We were really into the amazing race. We were really into. Yeah. And it was also time we spent together. Yeah. But we've learned how to spend time together in a more productive way and a more romantic way and even a more engaging way for us to better ourselves as a couple. Um, Although The Amazing Race is a good, you know, fantasy place to be thinking about, you know, what that would be like if we were. I kind of felt like we were there when we went to Disneyland. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't think that was quite a waste of time. As much of a waste of time as watching a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, we got in 20,000 steps. That that alone would tell me, you know what? Sure. This is worth the the effort to be together and, and spend some time. Well, let me just say, because I'm thinking about Michaela. And for those who don't know, Michaela is our oldest and our only girl. And um, she's always been into anime and things like that. And I just said, well, let me see what this is about. Right. As a kid, I've always loved things that were Japanese themed. So this can't be too far off. So when I watched one and I texted her and I said, Hey, check this show out. I think you're really going to like it. She's like, Oh, what rom com movie is mom, you know, (laughs) sending my way? And she said that she was so thrilled and it became a topic of conversation with her friends. Like, look at what my mom sent me. So Kayla and I have figured out this app where we can watch the show at the same time. So even if we're not together um, physically in person, we can watch these things together. And so for 
not to totally contrast what you're saying or contradict, because I think there's a hundred percent truth in that, right? You lose, you lose time in those things. For me, it was 45 minutes to giggle with Kayla and to explore something digital and new and um, just have that moment. And again, you know, I, I, I told you that thought process that I had is very unpopular. Right. And uh, the people I typically hang out with, even friends, my bandmate, Danny, would, you know, <laughs> nail me to a wall telling him not to w- watch his 49ers. But isn't it beautiful how there's still a friendship and deep connection? Even Absolutely. without that, like people think, oh, if you if you don't like this, I don't even know if we have anything in common. Of course you do. Of course. Life is much bigger than that one thing. Right. But you know what I get such a kick out of is when Danny or uh, James, who's the drummer, asked me, man, how how do you do all this stuff? How do you get so much stuff done? (laughs) Well. Well, let me count the ways. Yeah, absolutely. It's what you want to do with your time. Yeah. Anyhow. I hope this has spoken to you and I hope it's inspired you at least to think about the questions that you're going to ask yourself during this life at the end of this life and, and let that be the thing that moves you in this life. Right. And care about people that are around you. Yeah. It's so important that we do that. And um, yeah, anyhow, it's been amazing being here with you. Hope you have a good Uh, rest of the week and you know us to take the elevator we say look up and let's elevate every day